You are listening to the B2B Marketing Mindset with Pete Monfrey and Bill Lowell. We want to help demystify marketing to reduce risk, drive more and better opportunities and grow your business. Are you ready to master marketing? All right, welcome to the B2B Marketing Mindset where every Thursday at 11 o'clock here on LinkedIn, we help small businesses get bigger medium-sized businesses get bigger. I'm Pete Monfrey, and today my co-host, Bill Lowell, is on vacation. So word has it he's luxuriating in McGuanago, Wisconsin, in a large vat of cheese. So we'll have to ask him about that uh, next time he comes back. At least that's what I heard, anyway. Um, so today we got I think this is a really interesting subject. You know, there's a lot of opinions out there, and you know what they say about opinions, right? Uh, about our buddy Elon Musk abruptly changing the name of Twitter, one of the most recognized brands in the world, to an unintelligible symbol. Prince is probably rolling over in his grave based on how well that worked out for him, right? Oh, man, I wrote that joke this morning, and it just didn't sound as good. Prince is rolling over in his grave based on how well that worked out for him, right? Ah, that was better. Thank you. Uh, but the thing I'm not seeing much discussion about is the negative impact of this seemingly sort of impulsive move, right? On the on the bill, and what I'm talking about is the multi-billion-dollar loss in brand equity. I have seen a couple of articles about it, but by and large, it seems to be being uh, ignored by the by the media. And I think it's actually the biggest part of the story, um, and it's also. Uh, a lesson in why you don't do stuff like this, at least in my opinion. Uh, but let me give a disclaimer really quick. Uh, Elon has a lot more money than me. He's got a company that routinely travels to space. He founded Tesla before it was cool to be electric. And like 99.9999% of people who criticize Mr. Musk, I'd have no business standing in the same room as this guy in terms of vision. So I'm going to give him the benefit of a doubt uh, but I can't, I just can't understand this move. So hang out with me for the next half hour. Let's talk about the value of the brand. We'll do some amateur psychoanalysis of the brilliant billionaire stoner we all know and love. Is this the end of Twitter, the company, or just the brand? Is a tweet now called an, ex, an excretion? I don't know. These are the deep questions that we seek to answer here on the B2B marketing mindset. So Analysts are saying that Elon Musk wiped out billions in brand equity by swapping the ubiquitous bird out with an X. And I believe we do have a graphic on that. Um, and so, you know, I keep asking myself why, well, you know, what, you know, maybe he's playing, uh, you know, fifth level chess. Uh, I don't know. But just from the purely financial standpoint, um, and we'll talk a bit, little bit about brands in the B2B context, too, but, you know, a brand is basically the sum uh, perception, uh, the, the total, it's called the sum of per perception of a product or business. So it's, it's kind of a huge thing. I mean, it might be, it's your, it's your logo. That's a lot of people just stop there. Um, that's not it. It's, it's what you stand for. It's your values. It's how you answer the phone. It's the shoes of your salespeople and how polished they are. It's everything. It's the sum total of perception, okay? And usually the logo, which in this case we're talking about the Twitter logo, everybody's talking about the brand, but it's actually the logo that's being changed to the name of the company. Um, and so the, the logo is actually just a symbol 
for all of that other perception and those attributes and all the stuff that makes up your brand. So let's just get that out of the way. Um, but brands at that scale are worth billions by themselves. Uh, basically, it's a separate category of equity. So uh, separate from revenue, for example. Um, uh, it's, let's say that Twitter uh, had, or X, I don't know what to call it now. Uh, yeah, let's say that they weren't a very well-known company, but they did a lot of revenue and they were, their equity was you know, X amount higher than that value, their market cap. Um, but you add in the, the brand and it's um, sort of ubiquitous around the world. It's a huge, huge brand. It is really a, a value center by itself. So um, that's where, you know, these brands are, are absolutely worth billions. So a uh, couple things I've learned doing a little research for the program. It's the 438th most valuable brand, or it was. It was, we should say was, the 438th most valuable brand. It'll be interesting to see how far down the list it drops. Um, I sound so sure of myself, right? Like I've got, I've got Musk, like I'm way ahead of him, right? We'll have to see what happens. We don't know what happens. My intrepid podcast producer uh, said, hey, maybe he's just doing this for publicity uh, and he's just going to turn around and re replace the bird and everyone's going to be happy. And I think, no, that's going to look like a boondoggle on the level of Coke, uh, the new Coke, Coke 2. Coke 2, the, the sequel, coked up. Um, but uh, that was a disaster, and you know it was a mistake. Big companies can make mistakes, by the way. That's something to, uh, to think about there. But anyway, the market cap for Twitter was, uh, at last, uh, last look for brand finance, was about $41 billion. Now, that's down a lot from, from 2021, uh, a high of over $60 billion. So even before he decided that it was going to be called X sub X, uh, he uh, really losing uh, equity fast overall. Now, so what? What part of the brand is you know what is what is what is that worth? So, uh, Vanderbilt University estimates that the Twitter brand is worth fifteen billion to twenty billion dollars, comparable to Snapchat. Uh, that's a lot of uh, simoleons. It's a lot of clams. Uh, insert antiquated uh, euphemism for cash here. 32% of 15 billion uh, is a lot. Uh, and so they, I'm sorry, I, I skipped ahead in my notes. According to Brand Finance Media, their brand value fell 32% to $3.9 billion in June. Now remember, in June was, I think June was before this was announced. So I, I don't know, this could be a bloodbath uh, that we're going to witness. Or Musk has outsmarted us again. I remember laughing at the rocket thing. I'm like, yeah, rockets to the moon. Look at this guy. So the value of brands is hard to measure. That's why we have these ranges uh, and that sort of thing. It can be very hard to measure. And uh, if, we're, if we're talking about it being the sum total or perception of a product or business, um, it, it gets to be very, very expansive in what it could mean. And now I want to draw a distinction, too, because... Most of the media you hear when you hear about business or you hear about the economy uh, or whatever, uh, they're really talking about 
business to consumer. You'll hear about the consumer price index, right? They're always thinking about consumer, 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 and B2B. Uh, a lot of the things that they're talking about don't apply that well to B2B. So what about branding though, okay? Is, is your brand important in B2B? Sure it is, absolutely it is. Should you spend the, a whole ton of money uh, on branding activities? I don't think so. Uh, in my experience, unless you're huge, uh, let's say McKinsey, you probably have a very valuable brand that warrants investment in that brand in an ongoing way. Um, but most B2B companies, uh, the brand, you know, as long as you understand what your attributes are, what do you stand for? Uh, what, what are the values for your company? Um, and that you're executing in a consistent way and, and looks as professional and it's a system of communications, not just a logo slapped on a bunch of things. Beyond that, I don't think I would invest a lot for a B2B company. I think that the way you solve problems, the types of problems you solve, and for whom is what counts a lot more than your brand. Now, in the social media world, if you own a social media platform, it's a whole different story. Your brand is, is worth a lot. Look at how Facebook's brand has just become tarnished over the last few years just because of Zuckerbot and some of the things that have come out in terms of how they handle user data. Um, it's pretty stunning and it's taken a big hit. Um, so the other thing is I read that their ad sales are down, the US ad sales down 59%. And again, that was before the change. Now that's just the controversy of Elon Musk. I mean, he's, what I, one thing I do respect about him, he does have an, a genuine respect for free speech and he, put his money where his mouth is and, and you got to respect that but you know it's kind of funny there's a whole group of people that just loved elon musk because he was saving the planet man and then as soon as he took twitter over all now they hate elon musk so i don't get it i i don't have any ill will toward elon i don't actually know him actually uh but if you want to call me just give, give me a call um so i don't i don't uh, have a dog in that race either way but but it's interesting to see and and how it how it affects what the company's worth and you know the way people perceive the company I mean you could even drill this all the way down to the perception of value right uh, I could start a Twitter knockoff tomorrow uh, would it be worth as much it could have exactly the same functionality I could even have the same number of users uh, let's say in four years uh, probably longer but let's say just for the sake of argument I had all that but if if I wasn't a known brand how would that affect uh, the value of my company or even the value of the offerings that I'm selling, right? The brand adds to that whole equation, right? So uh, we're talking billions and billions of dollars in terms of a company of this size uh, and notoriety. So it is not a small thing. Um, and so I just have to wonder about how does that, how does it happen actually? now? By the way, the X is a Unicode character that is a mathematical symbol. And the way you create the logo is you just hit the key. It's, it's a character in a particular font used for mathematics. And I think it's public domain. And that, that's going to cause some problems in trademarking. I've also read that Meta and Google, a couple other companies, I think, own a trademark on the letter X, although this is a stylized letter X. So I don't know if that applies. So there's a lot of unknowns here. Uh, but one thing, uh, you know, it, even beyond brand equity lost, 
this, this move could be the, the social media equivalent of Kodak saying, digital photos? What are you kidding? The resolution's not as good as film. Eh, they'll never mass, they'll, they'll never be mass adoption of these digital cameras. My goodness, look how terrible their quality is. Poor Kodak. But I, you know, I wonder if a company can recover from something like this. I'm, this is assuming that there isn't a very sophisticated strategy in play uh, or that Elon has a time machine. I mean, it, it could be because, right, the guy uh, decides to build a rocket and ends up going into space. You know, that's a guy that could have a time machine, I think. Um, but from my, from everything I've seen and in, in my, in my three decades of experience, um, it just feels and looks like a blunder. You know, um, the other thing I was thinking about is, uh, you know, Elon is great with creating really larger than life visions. He's a he's an executor, right? He can execute on those ideas, um, and it's kind of hard to say what he might build from the ashes of Twitter, right? But then I then I think, but why build from the ashes, right? Screw the ashes, right? Build on the success. Uh, you know, you don't you don't decide sort of overnight after smoking a blunt or something to ditch one of the most valuable brands in the world for a Unicode stylized X that can't be trademarked. Um, I just I just don't see how that works. And you know, this guilt gazillionaire. I think he's a gazillionaire. I think it. I think it, that's the actual amount of his worth is a gazillion. Uh, spent seven dollars and eighty cents on Fiverr to get an X logo. That's basically a mathematical font, you know, but the issue isn't how much you spend, but zero dollars equals zero thought. And I can't see how such a massively valuable brand gets changed in this way, right? Um, and it has nothing to do with the aesthetics of the X. I think it looks pretty cool, actually. Uh, I like the way it sounds, although in Chinese, I think it sounds different. But uh, it's... Uh, Companies this size have infrastructure. They have layers of people that make these mistakes. Unless he's unless he's let them all go, we don't know that either. Maybe all the creatives have been out the door. Uh, but I guarantee you, they have a major agency who's probably really pissed off right now. Um, not to mention their shareholders might might be a tad upset about this uh, because he did literally just sock billions of dollars of value out of the company almost overnight. Um, but the uh, the idea that uh, such a massive change can be made unilaterally, not not just massive in terms of culturally, but in terms of, like I said, value, massive in terms of just think about the logistics of changing the Twitter logo. You know, it's, you know what all of us have, you know, that have owned companies at some point have had to uh, change our names or change our logos or change something, mostly usually the logo. Name stays pretty, pretty steady, but we're always surprised at how many places that logo appears. You know, and we're tiny, right? Your Twitter, that logo appears everywhere. I guarantee you. In fact, could you, could you look up for me right now? Can I buy underwear with a Twitter logo on it? I'm just gonna check on that. The 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 bird. I want the bird on the, uh, the underpants. All right. So if you can buy your logo on underpants sold on Amazon. That might give you a pause to work, you know, s s how do I put it? Work on, you know, s start with that basis of success 
And if you want to change how people perceive the brand, and this is just assuming that your brand is already super established, it's going to be hugely expensive to change it. I mean, think about the expense of changing it, right? This is one reason companies, large companies. I found some with the Twinkie logo. We got Twinkie logos, but we don't have Twitter logos. So, all right. Well, I was hoping I could get some underwear with, with uh, Twitter logos. We'll see. If, if, we, if we find it, we'll put a link in the comments so you can get a pair for yourself. Um, <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, uh, so when you when you you have something so strong, you want to build on the success of it. And when it comes to what you stand for, that can be shifted over time, right? This is a very short-term thinking idea to change it to X. Now, we, we for all we know, there could be a larger strategy. I think I did read something about um, a much larger social media platform vision that is all under this heading of X, but still doesn't make sense to me. Um, but the, the right way to do this would be to preserve the brand equity and then make changes. And, and remember, the public forgets things practically overnight. Uh, and so I would say within 12 to 18 months, you could completely shift perception, especially if you have the money and the resources Twitter has and, and Musk has. You could shift the perception, public perception of the brand, unless it's just too far gone that it's just you just got you know just bail. But I don't think Twitter was. I think I think it was at the center of a lot of controversy. Um, Musk kind of added to that controversy uh, when he bought it, but I think that's sort of irrelevant. I, I think that people don't like change. Um, but it just seems so ill-advised, I, I guess. And I'd love to hear what you think about it. Have we found those underwear yet? Not, not yet. Okay. I was just checking. Um, but I'd love to hear what you think about this, uh, especially if you're in the branding uh, field. And, you know, disagree with me, agree with me. Uh, maybe you have some other points of view on this. Uh, and I was mentioning a company like Twitter, yeah, one one thing about logos, one of the big questions is how much should you invest in a logo? And there are designers who get five dollars, Fiverr. You get a logo on Fiverr, right? You could use it a unicorn, uh, Unicode text, uh, Unicord. I can't even say it. You could use a font and make that your logo, I suppose. Unicode, um, or so. But why do companies spend? hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars on, on logos. Coca-Cola, for example. Uh, when they change their logo, we have success. All right. Absolutely. Let's grab a link, and we'll put that in the comments. You can get your own. Those look like tight sort of boxer briefs. So um, looks like they're smuggling something into the country there. Uh, but, uh, but think about what it costs to change the logo, right? The, the amount that you invest in a logo or in a, a brand mark, a trademark, if you're changing it, you have to take into account the risk associated with the amount of money that you spend. You might spend a million dollars changing everywhere that that logo appears, right? Let's say you have packaging. Let's say you have signage, wayfinding for these large companies. Uh, it goes on and on like this. So there's going to be a huge cost to change the logo. In that case, you'd want to be extra careful in how you do it. Coca-Cola, another great example. If you look at their logo over time, you will see it change quite a bit. But if you were in those times, 
you almost didn't even notice the changes. It was really an evolution of the mark. Um, I couldn't tell you why they changed it. Maybe they just wanted to keep keep it sort of relevant and modern. I mean, if you go back to the first Coca-Cola logo, it looks pretty old. Uh, at this point, it's a little dated, okay? I mean, what can I say? But uh, that's to me, that makes more sense. I think to shareholders, it makes more sense. I think to your target audience, it makes more sense because you're going to lose a lot of people. Um, now, the other side of this coin is, and again, I, my, my son, who's a, of the younger uh, generation, what generation is he? Is he the Z? Is he a Gen Z? I, I think the, the very start of Gen Z. Are you starting the alphabet over at some point? Yeah, it already did. What, is there a Gen A now? It's Gen Alpha, I think. It's oh, called. my. Okay, well, we don't even care about them. So he, he said, interestingly, he had forgot Twitter even existed, and now X comes out, and now he's hearing about Twitter left and right. Could it be a publicity stunt? <laughs> it's a hell of a risky publicity stunt. And, uh, you know, it could come out and be like, April Fool's, and then, but I think most people are going to think that it was a huge blunder. And huge blunders don't, they're not good things for big-time famous CEOs, right? Although they do make them all the time. I mean, I think Richard Branson is sort of a blunder machine. Um, but, uh, but hey, Richard, you know, give me a call. We can work that out. Um, but seriously, I wonder what you have to think. Uh, and I hope you'll put it down in the comments. I hope you'll share the episode. By the way, the B2B marketing mindset, we talk about all kinds of marketing issues we really share uh, ways to, to solve problems in your business that you can implement. They're very pragmatic uh, advice that we give on this program. We share everything we know about marketing. We even share our tools with you. We give it all away here because we think you can do this. Uh, it's not a big, mysterious black box. Uh, marketing actually is pretty simple once you understand uh, how to how to what, how the process works, and then you have some tools that you use. Um, the tools have definitely gotten more complex, but the ideas are still very simple. And we talk about it every Thursday, 11 o'clock, on LinkedIn and uh, YouTube. And also, you can subscribe to the program on Spotify, uh, iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Pandora. I'm forgetting a couple. I'm going to have to get a list. Somebody get me a list of those everywhere you can subscribe. But you can also go to b2bmarketingmindset.com and uh, you, can you can subscribe there too. And if you subscribe there, there's a lot of special things that you get as a subscriber that those idiots over on Spotify don't get. <laughs> Only the cool people get them if you go to b2bmarketingmindset.com. Uh, but I hope you'll join us next week. Uh, usually I do have a co-host, Bill Lowell, Business Development Directives. He, he's in Wisconsin. I tease him endlessly. I don't think he's actually sitting in a vat of cheese, but I don't know because that's a thing in Wisconsin. I, I know because I live there, but he's nuts for cheese there. Uh, so thanks for joining us. I hope you've at least been entertained. Uh, but think about how, uh, what is a brand worth and how do you make decisions in your company uh, and I think no, people think a lot about the decisions, but they don't think about the way that they make decisions. And this is a great example, in my opinion, of a way not to make decisions in your business. Until next week, Pete Monfrey. Thank you.
You are listening to the B2B Marketing Mindset with Pete Monfrey and Bill Lowell. We want to help demystify marketing to reduce risk, drive more and better opportunities and grow your business. Are you ready to master marketing?